0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Food Navigator Asia's monthly podcast, the FA Food and Beverage Blazers. This is the series where we speak to and get to know more about groundbreaking food and beverage startups in the Asia Pacific region, as well as the people behind them and their stories. I am Perley, the editor of Food Navigator Asia, and as always, I am your host for this series. Here with me today is Monica Meldrum, founder and CEO of Australia's largest organic children's snack brand, Whole Kids. The entire range of Whole Kids snacks, which comprise over 50 product varieties, are certified organic, additive free and allergen-friendly. Whole Kids is the first Australian food business to be certified as a bee corporation, which we'll discuss in a bit more detail later, and Monica has also gotten a number of awards under her belt, including, most recently, the 2019 Australian Organic Business of the Year. So, Monica, first of all, congratulations on that, and welcome to the Thank podcast. You. All right. thank you for joining me today, and it's really nice to have you here. So I'd just like to start by talking a little bit more about the award, actually. Like, yes. Do um, you tell me a bit more about your process to winning this?
1: So we had to go through a very lengthy application process, and we're up against... Uh, well, organic uh, food businesses that were across multiple industries and mul- multiple uh, types of integration. So from manufacturers to processors to growers, uh, you know, it was quite intensive and we just had to a series of questions around how we were promoting the industry, what we were doing to stay true to, um, you know, the organic industry certification and it was quite a, um, it was such an amazing thing to be part of Uh, So we gathered together with many, uh, many organic businesses across, you know, various different, uh, doing different things and had the opportunity to share. And it was held as part of the organic industry AGM too. So we have an opportunity to input into the organic standards into making them better, more rigorous. Uh, They are some of the highest standards in the world alongside uh, Japanese organic certification. So, um, yeah, we were so excited to be named that business.
0: What drew you like to creating a company in a relatively like niche area, which is like you know specializing for kids within organics, which is a really quite specialized in itself.
1: Yeah, I think there were two things. My husband and I were both in corporate roles, and we weren't very satisfied with the businesses we were working in. And uh, from his perspective, he had done an MBA in the USA and had studied companies like Ben and Jerry's in Patagonia. And um, you know, companies that were really doing things differently, and were giving back, and we also had a real interest in the environment. And uh, I managed to travel to Indonesia on an aid program. I speak fluent Bahasa, and Mm. I led a team. (laughs) Yeah, I led a team over to Indonesia to deliver aid to children living in poverty. And at this stage, we didn't have children, but the chip really made me question everything I was doing and how I valued happiness and. I found when I was there, you know, the children that I was with had nothing and uh, yet they were so happy and there was so much joy. I returned to Australia and contrast that with, you know, kids here who have everything, but there's so much illness and, you know, we could see that uh, obesity was on the rise. There was a rise in the incidence of food allergies and I have a real interest in health and nutrition. And, my brothers and sisters were having kids around that time. So, mm. one of them complained a lot about just the foods that big food manufacturers were producing that were using all sorts of tactics and they were completely overprocessed. And I just, you know, had a look at the industry, um, the organic industry, looking at product that was really clean and uh, looking at the movement that was happening overseas in organic food production and just felt from a values perspective, it really aligned with. Uh, you know, the type of career I wanted and I met with a dietitian at the Royal Children's Hospital here in Melbourne to understand what some of the issues around feeding kids was and with some organic growers and I just felt like, you know, I could really uh, be a business that stood for more, mm. that if we could create a range of products that really truly were healthy for children and we use the proceeds to give back and to create health and environmental projects worldwide that supported children, what an mm-hmm. incredible business that would be. Mm. So, uh, With that, uh, I developed a range of free products and there was one day James emailed me to say there's this inaugural organic expo happening in Sydney, we should go. And so we used that as basically a benchmark to test the response for our range and decided that if the response was good, we'd throw (laughs) everything into it and we'd go for it. So we got there and we found that parents were saying there was nothing like it. Our little hmm. ones were interacting with our brand and we were just so excited we received 60 audits from stores there and then so Ooh. the next week we quit our jobs and we
0: went for it oh wow all right so james is your husband correct yes that's correct. all right you uh, mentioned like worldwide just now so the last time we spoke i think you mentioned you were going to expand to like uh, singapore and malaysia so how's that coming along That's
1: good. So we've had some very good meetings with retailers in Singapore. Uh, We've appointed a distributor there. So Mm. we're just looking at uh, hopefully launching within the next month or two.
0: So talking about, you know, founding the company together with your husband, James. So, yeah, so I'm sure there are many other entrepreneurs out there who are considering, you know, working with family, starting businesses with family. So from, you know, your experience, you know, what has this experience been like?
1: Uh, I think we really work well together. Um, Mm. Sometimes that's a bit of an exception. But I think the key to it is really early on identifying roles that you have and you own Mm -hmm. and you operate within the business and making sure there's no confusion within those roles. Mm -hmm. And so um, from my perspective, I'm very operational so Mm -hmm. and I do a lot of the product development, whereas James is more on the strategic side. And and we talk a lot about, you know, strategy and how we want the business to evolve, but uh, each of us owns a separate area of the business. And I think Mm -hmm. that... uh, separation of responsibility is probably something that's meant we've worked quite well together I Mm. think also uh not taking it home with you we were really good at you know you wake up at three in the morning and go I've got this amazing idea and wake your husband up but Uh, when we had children, (laughs) our little ones started to say to us, Mummy, stop talking about work. So we decided that, yeah, (laughs) we had to really shut the door to the office when we finished up, uh, Mm. you know, at the end of the day and not take that home and be really present with our kids. So, yeah, it it took a while to kind of find the balance Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. I think we work very well together and we both really admire each other and what we've achieved individually um, and our skill sets complement. So, Mm. yeah.
0: All right. So, yeah, that was actually what I wanted to ask. Is, you know, like, how do you draw the line between professional and personal and, you know, working with family? Yeah. So, yeah, it seems like you've done that really well, I must say. <laughs> I've
1: conducted performance reviews with James wow. at times. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, no, I, I think there's a mutual respect for mm. each other's skills and uh, we just get on and we're, we're inspired and excited to create something special.
0: Mm-hmm. Are there any particular, like, you know, pros and cons I have to ask about the cons, <laughs> like, um, about working together <laughs> with somebody so close to you.
1: Uh, I think so. It means you have to have really open and honest conversations about what's happening and how you're feeling. Um, one thing that we had to do also was put in place a weekly management meeting so that we were not taking things home because I think that's a difficulty. I would tend to get home and really air everything I was feeling and stresses from the day and things that were going on and uh, You know, I don't think that was helping anyone. So uh, that's probably one of the cons. Um, I think one of the pros is we get to have lunch together every day. So, Mm. you know, it's great. We get to share and really understand what each other is going through. So it's not like we're coming home from some high-pressured external role um, Mm. and our partner doesn't really understand what we're going through. We're kind of on this journey together. And I think it also gets back to, for me, you know, this whole notion that – Business and home life and personal life, you know, they're so intertwined and I think for a long time, particularly in corporate, you would kind of put on your armour and you'd go into your corporate role and regardless of what was happening at home, you know, you'd clock on, you'd do your hours but um, I think, you know, as a B Corporation and now more so employing a lot of women who have children, there needs to be some flexibility and some understanding Mm. about people's personal circumstances and because we are a family business... You know, there are times where our kids will be in at work with us and that's mm. totally okay. So um, I think it's enabled, one of the, the pros is, uh, is that, enabling a bit more flexibility, but also for our kids to see what we're creating and that we're making a difference. Um, mm. I noticed... My daughter was in a meeting from a very early age. She was four and yeah. I could see her in the corner of my eye. I'd put a whiteboard down at her level so she could draw while I was in this meeting because the nanny had called in sick and I, could, I noticed her um, role-playing uh, directing a room. <laughs> you know, she was riding <laughs> on the board and she was, she'd stepped into this little role of a leader and I thought, well, there's this opportunity to really mm. pave the way for our children. So I think that's one of the benefits as well.
0: Oh, that's adorable. How how old are you, both your
1: kids? I have a little boy, who's just turned five. So he's mm. just started primary school here. And uh my daughter is just turned ten.
0: Mm, so six years since her first role play as a CEO. <laughs> yes,
1: that's right. <laughs> so cool, she is so we cool. call it We call her the bus girl, so. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Right, right. So, yeah, I mean, this leads on to what I wanted to ask next as well. Like, you know, I've had podcast guests here whose partners took a step back from the household when they started a Mm -hmm. whole new business, you know. But for both of you, you're both invested in Whole Kids Together. So, like, how do you guys manage this on a day-to-day basis?
1: Well, I think the other thing we had to decide um, fairly early on was who would be the sort of CEO of the business and represent Mm. the business. We're both co-founders but I'm definitely more involved from a day-to-day perspective and that means that on the home front, James has really had to step up and he's amazing. He makes the kids' school lunches. Wow. Um, You know, he helps with the washing and because my role has become a lot more involved. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's another thing that we've had to talk openly about and uh, work through.
0: Mm, very nice very nice so i think we also mentioned this a bit earlier like that um whole kids is a certified b corporation so yes could you tell me a bit more about this and what it actually means for the business
1: yes so b corporation is an international certification that recognizes businesses that are doing uh more to create change in the world on the social environmental side you know you see there's a lot of greenwashing often by bigger companies but B Corporation was set up as a certification to really uh, acknowledge businesses that are doing the right thing, whether Mm -hmm. it's in terms of sourcing, in terms of gender parity within the workforce, in terms of governance. So, um, and it was founded with the notion that business needs to be about more than just bottom line and uh, about uh, return to shareholders. So, In the absence of uh, leadership, um, you know, uh, by governments in things like climate change and addressing Mm -hmm. some of the really critical social issues of today, um, that business can be a force to step up and create Mm -hmm. change. So that's something we're very passionate about.
0: So I understand whole Kids also is like the, uh, one of the pioneers in terms of like bringing the B Corp to Australia. Yes, right? is that right? That's right. So, yeah. yeah. What, what was that process
1: like? Um, we were kind of instrumental in saying in Australia these are some of the uh, benchmarks for um, certifying a company as a B Corporation as mm-hmm. doing good. And uh, we went through that process, and uh, we get audited every year. We mm-hmm. have to uh, uh, against a whole range of criteria. Um, businesses to receive certification have to score 80 at least as a minimum.
0: All right. If I turn it back to you again for a little yes. bit. Like, yeah. So what are some of the more like personal and professional challenges that you have seen so far since getting into the business?
1: I think getting into the business, you know, we launched, we didn't have a lot of experience in the food industry. I was in manufacturing, but in the building mm-hmm. industry. Uh, and so for us it's been a really steep learning curve but I Mm. think it also enables us to bring to the industry just a different point of view we're always up against the giants of the food industry and that's really hard when you're a small business and Mm -hmm. you know you're up against these massive marketing budgets and global uh, conglomerates but uh, we really just try and think differently and act differently and engage with our customers and build a community and uh, I think one thing I will say is we have very loyal and very engaged customers who discover Mm. our brand and know that there's a real mum behind the brand. Mm -hmm. I think we're the only, well, we actually are the only business within the supermarket that's family-owned, that's run by a female CEO. Mm. So, you know, a female-founded and led business and Mm. that's really important. So uh, we are trying to do things differently. Uh, But, uh, yeah, forging the way as a female, uh, finding balance between home life and work Mm. life, I found uh, at different times the balance just needs to change. There's times mm. where my family need me, so I need to step back. There's other times where the business needs me, so I need to really step into it. But mm-hmm. I think one of the one of the other challenges uh, initially was because we are so purposed and values based was finding that balance between really skilled staff and team members uh, and those that are values based. So at times we've recruited based, solely on values um and some really lovely people but when it came to growing the business the skills that they had really weren't enough to um you know to take the business where it needed to go Mm -hmm. and then conversely on the other side have recruited purely for people who are highly skilled Mm -hmm. but they don't share the same set of values i've found that running a business you often get drawn into day-to-day the detail Mm -hmm. of the business the operational hands-on but you really as a founder need to pull back and continually be talking about the vision, the purpose and sharing that with your team.
0: What are some of like your motivations? Like, you know, what has kept and keeps you going despite all these many things?
1: Yeah, it's, you know, for me it's about the customers that come mm. into contact with our brand and the feedback we get. We had this moment where it almost, uh, you know, we almost lost everything. We I just had Chloe, my daughter, so I had this mm. newborn baby and we went to visit one of our growers in Mildura in country, Victoria, and a terrible storm hit Melbourne mm. and it took with it. Two thir- it took with it uh, our warehouse roof. Oh. So we lost two-thirds of our stock on our mm-hmm. busiest month and we just started supplying the airlines. And, um, you know, um, we didn't know that we would, be able to cope with that and then you know it was all right we we sorted it out we talked with our customers and uh you know we had insurance and then I said to James I just need a holiday so we went to Brisbane for our first holiday in five years and Mm. we received a call to say that our forklift driver had driven out onto the road and had um, had an accident with a car that was passing and I remember yeah, I remember doing the 2am feed with my daughter thinking, what the hell have we done? We've put everything into this business. And then the next morning, I received a, an email from a customer who said she had a son with very, very severe allergies. And mm-hmm. he, he had been going to school with baby food in his lunchbox. And his, the kids at school were bullying him really oh. badly because mm. he couldn't eat what normal kids had. And she said, it's such a blast. She said, I have been to food companies. I've asked them to help. The response has been no. And She said, just keep doing what you're doing. And, you know, at that point receiving that email when everything had just gone, mm. you know, all, it was just almost inconceivable how um, we were sort of sitting there and just that piece of feedback that was, you know, I woke up to that and thought, this is my why. This is the reason why I'm doing mm-hmm. this and this is what keeps me going.
0: Is there anything that you wish you had known when you started out in the beginning and anything you might have changed if you had, if you had known just?
1: Yeah, look, I think getting back to uh, what happened with our warehousing, we realised pretty quickly that we have a certain set of skills and Mm -hmm. we specialise in, uh, you know, the products we develop and and market and that we should leave things like logistics and warehousing to, you know, partners that can Mm -hmm. do it a lot better than us. So I think the biggest thing is finding like-minded partners to support peripheral areas of the business so that you can focus on the core.
0: All right, so where do you see yourself and the company in the next 12 months and maybe even five years down the line?
1: Yeah, I think in five years we have a really big vision for the company. Uh, We want to be the leading kids' health brand globally. I Mm. think in the next year we have just gone into Woolworths in Australia. So we are a national brand and, again, a leading player in kids' health here. And I think Mm -hmm. for me personally it's about wrapping all of that around we have a fantastic partnership with Plan International where you plan, their whole purpose is around social equity for children and equality for girls. Uh, We have committed to another pretty big goal, which is to be net zero carbon neutral by 2030. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. 20 years ahead of the Paris Agreement, we've joined 500 other B corporations in declaring that we will be uh,
0: Mm -hmm. net carbon Mm -hmm. zero.
1: So um, that's an exciting one that we'll be planning on in the next five to 10 years.
0: Any advice out there for those who are also trying to set up a company or go in the same direction that you have?
1: Yeah, I think uh, really find your reason why you're doing it. Um, For us, we have a much bigger purpose. Our purpose is to create healthy, happy lives for children.
0: Mm -hmm. So
1: whilst our business is a food business, it's just about so much more than that. And I think that's what inspires us constantly. That's what keeps us going you know, there will be days where it's really tough. But I think if you can articulate your values and your why very early on, that will just keep you going through those hard times. I think finding that inspiration is really, really important.
0: Thank you so much for joining me today, Monica. It was really nice speaking with you.
1: Yeah, thanks so much, Kelly. It's just been a pleasure
0: to talk to you. And we're
1: really excited about coming to Singapore and, you know, rallying customers to get on board and to know that in purchasing our products, they too can be a part of creating change and making a difference.
0: All right, sure. Great. Thanks very much. And thank you, everyone, for listening to this podcast as well. And I wish everyone a very great day ahead. So for Food Marigator Asia, this is Curly, signing out.